This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Shay Stevens. A senior Hamas official has been killed in a suspected Israeli airstrike in Beirut. As NPR's Jane Raff reports, it was the first such killing since the Israeli military announced that it would target Hamas leaders in other countries. Hamas announced the killing of Saleh al-Aruri on its Al-Aqsa television channel in what it called a Zionist strike. Lebanon's state-run news agency said the blast in one of Beirut's southern suburbs was an Israeli drone strike which killed four people. Aruri was one of the founders of the Hamas military wing. Israel vowed after a Hamas attack on Israel on October 7th that they would assassinate leaders of the organization in any country they found them. Lebanon's powerful Hezbollah militia, backed by Iran, has said if Israel did kill Hamas leaders in Lebanon, it would retaliate. Jane Araf, NPR News, Amman, Jordan. The U.S. Justice Department is asking the Supreme Court to weigh in on a dispute over razor wire along the southwest border. As NPR's Kerry Johnson reports, DOJ wants the high court to lift restrictions on Border Patrol agents near the Rio Grande River. Texas state authorities are threatening to arrest Border Patrol agents if they cut razor wire on land near the international border. But the Justice Department says that's a clear violation of the Constitution's Supremacy Clause, which says federal law on immigration trumps moves by the states. The DOJ has filed an emergency application with the Supreme Court to intervene. The federal government says it can take 10 to 30 minutes to cut through that razor wire, complicating the work of the Border Patrol and risking the lives of migrants who may suffer medical emergencies. Carrie Johnson, NPR News, Washington. Philadelphia's new mayor has been sworn into office. As WHYY's Carmen Russell Sluchansky reports, she is the first woman to lead that city. Supporters of newly elected Mayor Sherelle Parker filled the Metropolitan Opera to celebrate the historic day. One of those supporters was Janice Sykes-Ross, who said that Parker's election is particularly meaningful to her. So this is our year as a black woman, as uh, a woman leading the city of Philadelphia. Philadelphian Dennis Horton says that while the city faces many challenges, he feels confident in Mayor Parker. You know, we are such a diverse city. Um, it's a balancing act. Um, but I think she's going to be up to the task. VIP attendees included U.S. Senator Bob Casey and U.S. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development Marsha Fudge, who administered the oath of office. For NPR News, I'm Carmen Russell-Sluchansky in Philadelphia. U.S. Senator Bob Menendez is facing new charges. The New Jersey Democrat is now accused of aiding a member of the Qatari royal family. Menendez was already charged with accepting bribes on behalf of Egypt. He's pleaded not guilty to the allegations. This is NPR News. Harvard University President Claudine Gay has resigned. Gay was facing condemnation over her testimony at a congressional hearing on how colleges are responding to anti-Semitism on campus. Gay was asked whether calls for the genocide of Jews would violate Harvard's code of conduct. Her response and testimony prompted scrutiny for past writings and led to accusations of plagiarism. The president of the University of Pennsylvania resigned days after the hearing amid outrage over her testimony. College students seeking financial aid will have a new form to fill out this year. The Department of Education is launching a new, more streamlined version of the free application for federal student aid. NPR's Lauren Magaki has more. 
For college hopefuls, money is often the deciding factor on whether to go to school and where. The FAFSA is the key to unlocking that money. It determines a student's eligibility for financial aid, including work-study jobs, grants, and loans. Under this new version, more students will be eligible for aid in the form of Pell Grants. And the paperwork is a lot simpler. It was user-friendly, not as tedious as the previous application was. Vanessa McGee is a college and career advisor at Manchester High School in Connecticut. She's already helped a student fill out the new form. She says they encountered a few bugs, but eventually got it done. The Ed Department is calling it a soft launch. For now, the form is available intermittently on studentaid.gov. Lauren Magaki, NPR News, Washington. Stocks closed mostly lower on Wall Street, with the Dow gaining 25 points. The Nasdaq fell 245 points. I'm Shay Stevens. This is NPR News.